Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast. This is episode 140. Everyone who's listening right now is probably thinking, man, where have you guys been? We've been in here. Like, <laughs> we've been in the lab. We've been in the studio yeah. recording. Let's give a quick backstory to where we have been. It's been like probably three weeks since our last uploaded video. Um, since our last episode, we did a our we did a quarterback ranking video with Willie that weekend after ranking every starting quarterback in the entire NFL. It was such a fun episode, yeah. super duper Fire. fun. And then the day after that, we were like, "Well, we got to make a playoff video, so let's let's record that right now, post that, and then we'll post the QB one." Later. In a couple days, you know, yeah. do our first ever like pre-recorded stashed episode. We're thinking we're ahead of the game. <laughs> like I, we were. I was thinking like I kind of be like a professional. Yeah, like, like we could start doing this yeah. actually, pumping out some episodes that don't need to come out right away, mm-hmm. stashing them. Well, that was a horrible idea. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it wasn't like it, it just it, it wasn't poorly executed. It was just poorly right. executed. Um, and then Easton after we filmed the second episode, went to his computer to upload it and. The files didn't exist. They both were, of them. Both of them. And I was so sad. Like, the, you know, you, you joke about depression every once in a while, but, like, the depression hit right yeah. there. Like, it was like a, damn, do we do I really want to keep doing this Exactly. That's, that's thing? And that, when it happens in the moment, it's just like, I that's all I'm thinking about. Like, yeah. do I really want to, like, podcast and, ever and, again? And, and we, it's been a week. Yeah. It's been, like, at least a week since we've, like, done that. Just Maybe like, a week we and need, a half. We needed some time off yeah. for after that to recover. Oh my god! So, if this one does not upload. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, so, but like this is the literally the fourth episode one forty, but it's the first one you guys are hearing. So since we went through all of that and lost one of our best episodes ever, the quarterback ranking one. So much please fun. give this one a like, a subscribe, a download, a share, a retweet, whatever yeah, it is. We are like, back. Is give the us some love because we need some extra motivation to keep going because. I mean, we've had this has happened to us before. Yeah. But not to this extent. Not back to back episodes. Just spent a total of like two and a half hours. The the quarterback episode was an hour and a half yeah, long. Exactly. Longest episode ever. It was very long and it was so fun. Like it was so, a great episode. Tons we, of chirping. We might have to redo no, we can't. It's just, I'll post like a quarterback just so you guys can see our quarterback list. I'll post them on TikTok eventually. I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet, but I'll figure out a way to post mm-hmm. them. Um but just know Easton majorly sleeping on Matt Ryan. Just just putting it out there. <laughs> and I think Russell Wilson is top five most overrated QB in the NFL. Dude, that's the dumbest video I've ever <laughs> seen, dude. Anyways, anything else we got to get off our chest from just missing these this this past couple weeks? Uh, one thing that we need to do as a collective podcast is we need to update the stew. We yeah. have new stuff to put up. Max. We haven't. Like, I've got that Cade poster. That just never has gone. Yeah, we need to get that up here. We need to get that up. We here. do need to I update need, the studio. I need to find a frame. It's so, been a minute. This stuff has been here. Like I like the stuff we got, yeah. but it's been. We can definitely like, move this to the right. right put yeah. a new poster. Definitely, we definitely can move some more stuff over here. We I definitely mean, need to fill up the, this the wall. The audio with small listeners stuff. probably can't tell what's going on. We're right pointing now, a ton yeah. of directions. Just know if you're listening on audio, head over to YouTube to see yeah. what we're talking and about. And just hit a like. Please yeah. hit the like, like button. Subscribe. Comment something friendly. Yeah. We need it. Yeah, like just be nice to us. Like we cannot take a negative comment right now. Um, we'll push us over the edge. So exactly. Quickly. Speaking of Cade, cover of Slam Magazine yes, today. The photo shoot dropped. 
so just fire. such a dope photo shoot. Got him in the Pistons jersey with the buffs on, with the fire robe rocking. <sighs> then he the got fur. him in the in a league fits outfit, like looking drippy as hell, looking hot. <laughs> it is <laughs> like just, you said, bro. exactly. Like it's just a great look for Detroit because we ain't never had a guy like that. That's no, that's in the media like that on Slam Magazine. So like such a big social deal, like right. socially a huge deal. And he looked so cool in that fur coat. Oh, I know. He looked like he was about to drop thirty and f- fifteen on your favorite team. Like, and that's he what will. he's going to be doing all I next year. I just miss watching, like, as much as the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs haven't been good. They but, sucked. Um, as much as I like playoff basketball, I really miss watching Cade Cunningham and yeah. the Pistons play. Like, I really do miss watching. I know they weren't good last year, but I, I enjoyed watching every single game. Every I learned night. that they're my favorite team to watch. Yeah. I prefer to watch them over any other team in the league. Like, by, like even in it's these playoffs. It's just because it's my favorite team. Yeah. yeah. Even in this playoffs. Obviously, I'm, they're not I'm, the best team. I'm but. sitting there, and I'm like, I wish I was like I. I would love to just watch Killian Hayes have seven, seven, and seven right now. <laughs> exactly, like, it'd be dude. awesome. <laughs> I would so much rather watch a bad Pistons yeah. game than a bad player. No, I don't know. Maybe I, I would. A, I'd rather the playoff watch games a, we've a been getting decent Pistons game than a bad <laughs> playoff game. Yes, then the playoff games we've been getting. I think I would take almost yeah. any Pistons game over it. So let's talk about that quickly. The playoffs. Warriors are up three games to one over the Mavs tonight. Uh, is game five. What are we thinking? Are we thinking Dallas has a chance of this crazy comeback, or is Golden State closing it out? I don't know. Golden State has a tendency to kind of mess around. Like they they don't usually just like get shit done and just right. finish it. They like to kind of mess around. You know, Steph might go out and shoot fifteen threes, twenty threes this game, uh, and and they could lose this game. Like very and go into a sixth game, maybe push it to a seventh game. But I doubt that. I highly doubt that. I really hope the Warriors just kind of close it out. And we can get past this awful conference finals we have. Has a single game been within? 10 points other than one Warriors Mavericks game? Um technically the Heat Celtics game 4 when the when the Heat tied it up 2 to 2 uh the Heat won by 9 but it was a blowout the entire time and it was a comeback right at the end. So technically yes, but no. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, the playoffs have been awful. Yeah. If you've been watching, you've been a disappointed NBA fan. I haven't seen a single positive comment about right. the NBA playoffs this year. And, and Celtics it's for good Heat, reason. Like should have been such a good series. And it, mm-hmm. it's still like I mean it's there's still 3 to 2 right now like it still could end very well. But last night was the first close game we had for a while and it was a horrible game. Like it was yeah. no team were playing good and then in the fourth quarter, late third quarter, the Celtics turned it into a blowout. So it's just I thought that series was going to be great. Yeah. And I guess we should have thought, like, all oh, these two great defensive teams might make it crazy boring. Yeah. And, and, like, teams that shoot a lot of threes. Yeah. The injuries have really yeah. put a damper on it. And I think teams teams have this weird thing right now in the NBA where if they're not making threes, they continue to shoot them like they are making them. Oh, yeah. They Every team does. And I don't understand where is the two-point game going. Like, literally, if you cannot make a three— and, you know, Reggie Bullock, 0 for 10, right? Yeah. Obviously, that's a kind of a you know odd thing that doesn't happen often. But you're telling me you don't start going for dunks and, like, because 2 is better than 0. Right. <laughs> right? I get that 3 Max is better Drews than 2. has gone 0 for whatever in the last two games. Yeah, been awful. Yeah. He's been horrible. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson is back into the rotation. Yeah. They're looking for offense <laughs> exactly. that badly. Oh, uh, Tyler Hero's been a big... Yeah, huge. Miss for the Heat. It's been, like, huge. I mean, he's, like, I didn't realize how important he was offensively. I mean, granted, you know, he plays 35 minutes yeah. as a backup point guard. But when it's uh, just Jimmy out there, they don't got no one else that can score. And when Jimmy's the main focal point, he struggles. They're screwed. Bam is completely back down to the yeah. challenge. He he looks like he's worse than both Robert Williams and Al Horford at times. Uh, Rob Williams has been 
a huge factor against Yo, him in this series. Massive. Robert Williams is uh he he will next year be in the running for defensive player of the year. Probably. Uh he is that special defensively. He alters that many plays mm. where he's not even in the paint. Yeah. And he'll alter a play. Uh he is unbelievable. He has become one of my favorite players. I didn't know why his nickname was the Time Lord. Do you know why? Isn't it because it's not I used to think it was because like in his short amount of minutes he like does a out. lot like mm-hmm. for but he doesn't play that much because he gets in foul trouble but i did see a video about it recently but i don't remember why yeah in his rookie year like he i didn't know he had like a maturity issue mm-hmm. like they said he was just like crazy immature he would show up late all the time oh, to yeah, practice that's what it was. so they would just call him the time lord which makes the nickname way better as you become a better player yeah exactly <laughs> like, imagine if he just like continued to not be good yeah, never, never show develop. up yeah. and it's like you have that cool of a name and <laughs> yeah. you you suck exactly but no he is he is here he is Again, he's the new NBA center. You know, he doesn't have to be huge, but if he can rotate, play on rebound know, two, really well, two through five, incredibly physical. Yeah, oh man, that that's where the NBA is going, and it's fun. It is it is fun. So, who do you got finishing out this series? Celtics are up three games to two, headed back to Boston for Game Six tomorrow night. I'm taking Celtics. Yeah. Uh, I think the Celtics just look so good, and Marcus Smart has played in what three games out of the five. Right? I, I think, think he's so. I think two. he's gone on and off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and when he even plays, they are just a completely different roster. Mm-hmm. They are. This Celtics roster is scary deep, and I think they're going to be really good for years to come. Yeah, uh, 100%. Everybody should be afraid of the Celtics going forward because they, they aren't getting worse from here. They only get better. Grant Williams only gets better. Robert Williams only gets better. JT, Jalen Brown still getting better. Obviously, yeah. JT is now a top 10 player in the league, in my opinion. Uh, he has been that good this season. I'm, I'll say right now, I think he's going to win the MVP next year. Like I, I really do think that's a very there's a very good chance he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Celtics team looks so so good and against an elite Miami Heat team. Yeah, they're still looking that good. Jason Tatum is a superstar that I've really started to. Not that I didn't enjoy watching him, but he plays the game. He has no problem passing out of a double team, unlike a lot of superstars. Right. He is such a willing passer when a double team or he's not like wide open or you know, and it's not his turn. He is so willing to give that ball up. It's amazing. I love watching a superstar who has no problem going out and scoring twenty one points and getting the win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he he is he's so unselfish and he's awesome. He's a dog too. Yeah, I'm going to take the Celtics as well. It's been a little shaky for both teams, obviously, because each game's been a blowout. The Celtics have had their games where. They shoot the ball really poorly. Tatum, had, like as much as like you say, he's been great. He has had a couple stinkers in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the Celtics, after winning last night, the way they won in Miami, really depleted the Heat, and I think they're going to win this series. I do think if it is Celtics-Warriors finals, it will be a good series. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if it's not, like all these blowouts, um, because it's, the, you know, it's two good defenses still again, but... Any series that you have Steph Curry in with the number one defense, I feel like is going to be a fun series yeah, to it, see how they try and stop him. Yeah, Marcus Smart on Steph Curry for hopefully mm-hmm. seven games. And I would assume Jason Tatum's going to get some Steph Curry mm-hmm. minutes. Jalen Brown's going to get some. Derek White has been really good. It's going to be, I mean, again, if you play the Warriors, it's defense by committee, no doubt. Uh, yeah. So I'm. that's going to be fun. Yeah, so hopefully that is a good series. I guess I didn't even mention like what we're doing today in this episode. We're doing our first uh, official mock draft Oh, we, like the draft lottery has happened from now in between our last episode. That's yeah, awful. We were disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not mad that we got the fifth pick. Obviously, in the moment, I was, but now I'm not. I was disappointed. Like, yeah, still disappointed, yeah. 
Um, but we still got a top five pick. But yeah, we're doing a mock draft today, first round mock. We're going to do another one before the draft happens, but the draft is on June 23rd, so less than a month from right now. Super excited for the yeah. offseason. Like, I love the playoffs, love the offseason even more. Like, I'm just super excited because this is a huge offseason for the Pistons. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to talk about the reason I wasn't like mad that the Pistons didn't get the first pick is because, or like, a, you know, top three. Nobody in this draft is Cade Cunningham. There's not a Cade Cunningham. Like in this a draft consensus number one? No. I don't think there's a player as right. good as Cade Cunningham. Oh, like, okay, I okay. literally think, like, that's why I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd rather take the first pick in last year's draft than the first mm-hmm. pick in this and year's draft. And we have draft. Cade Cunningham. So yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, it sucks we didn't get a top three, but like, we're not looking to get our next superstar. We're looking we, to get our next number two. Yeah. Because you know? Cade is number one. Yeah. There, there's no guy in this draft who could even, no guy in the top 30 that could be better than exactly. Cade. So before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about just some off-season buzz that's already been going on. First things first, Zach Levine uh, is probably the biggest free agent, like without an option pending or whatever, um, going into this off-season. I guess Bradley Beal, too. It's between those guys. Uh, but Zach Levine did not sign an extension with Chicago during the season. There's LeVar Ball said that Zach Levine don't want to be in Chicago because of for whatever what reasons. What the hell does LeVar know? <laughs> And Levine, you know, it's it's. There's been a lot of stuff on Twitter. He mm-hmm. retweeted a picture of him and Dejounte Murray uh, on the Spurs. What is up with that? Why are they friends? I don't really know why they're friends. Okay, I they didn't just, know if there was a because yeah. there is a connection. Like Dejounte wants to play with Zach. I don't know. Um, I think they're both from Seattle. I think. I think. Oh, okay. And I know Dejounte's from Dejounte's Seattle. Dejounte's from Seattle. I think Zach Levine is from I, Seattle. I think you're right. I, I think, think you're he right. Is. Um, so maybe that could be why. Yeah. But still, those guys are friends and. The Spurs have the money to sign a guy. Obviously, the Pistons do, but I don't think it would be a... I mean, I don't think Zach Levine wants to come to Detroit anyways, but um, Portland has been rumored with Zach Levine. If Chicago loses out on Zach Levine, though, it's a huge, like, dismantle. It's huge. I mean, it's a collapse from an organization that looked like they were on the right path going up. Uh, you still have P. Will. Yeah. Uh, and Zach Levine looked like your kind of guy that you're going to give a max to this offseason and be one of your, you know front runners and your front pieces for a long time and now it ain't looking so good yeah it looks like levine wants out like zach levine is gonna get the max chicago's gonna offer him the max mm-hmm. but it's just far as he's gonna get the max from several teams so it's what does he want to choose um i i kind of do think zach levine will still end up returning to chicago um the lakers getting zach levine i just don't see it happening it's it would be way too difficult <laughs> the lakers said they don't want to ship a first round pick with russell westbrook in a trade which I don't know how you're going to do it because why would any team, no offense, I love Russell Westbrook, I'm a huge fan of his, but there isn't one other 29 team in the NBA that would trade for Russell Westbrook right now. It makes no sense for any any team to. There's not an organization that you can look at and go, yeah, maybe the Suns. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> But you're right, not, not one other team looks exactly. like they could use a Russell Westbrook. No, not one team, so... <laughs> And, yeah, the Lakers, they have a lot of buzz going on. They have to make major changes, too. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Kyrie Irving, oh, no, he's a free agent as well. He has a player option. Um, they don't. The Nets said that they don't know if they want to bring Kyrie back because of his off-the-court issues and his inability to play a lot, um, which would be awful for the Nets because Kevin Durant, everyone says KD's going to leave. KD signed an extension during the season mm-hmm. last year or maybe the year before, so he's not leaving. He'd have to get traded, and... Kevin Durant's not getting traded. Yeah. So Kyrie Irving, I assume he will be back in Brooklyn. Like him and KD are boys. They made it through the James Harden situation. I'd assume he comes back. 
I would actually like. I'd be really sad and disappointed to see him on a different roster. Right. Like I, I feel like. Great, and I get it. As an NBA franchise, there's money involved. It is a money thing. If you were paying a guy to not play, it's a huge deal. Yeah. But, like, for for the reasons he was sitting out, and I get some of it as antics, and he has a job to do, but it's, it was a lot of, like, reasons that I don't think are that crazy right. as an NBA player, especially not wanting to get vaccinated. I don't think that's a crazy idea mm-hmm. as an NBA player, uh, especially with how healthy these guys are. So... I, I would really be disappointed to see him on a different roster because of his off-the-court issues because uh, I wouldn't consider this year it to be issues. Yeah, it was a problem for the Nets. Yeah. It, they, it wasn't a problem for Kyrie, uh, and he wasn't, like, causing literal problems. Right. So it would really suck to see him off the Nets for that reason, but I understand. And that. I want to see Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons. I mean, I really think yeah. it could be an interesting trio. They they have flexibility to make other moves this offseason, so... I think the Nets could be right back as the favorite to win the East again next year if Kyrie comes back. They have a first-round pick. Yeah, hopefully. So, um, yeah, that's it. I wanted to talk a little bit about Jeremy Grant trades, but I guess we can just kind of do that as we go into the Yeah, that's what because, I was thinking. Yeah, because Jeremy Grant talk about projected team. to get traded, obviously. I mean, he still doesn't have to. I don't think we have to, no. but we'll see, I guess. But, yeah, I think we're ready to hop into yeah. it. Official 1.0 mock draft, high-tempo edition. On the clock, the Orlando Magic with the first overall pick. Uh, this has like surprised me in the last few days of the new front runner in the NBA draft. Uh, I did not expect Jabari Smith. That's why I've got Magic taken uh, number one overall. I did not expect him to jump up and become like the favorite. Uh, to me, and I, and I have him taking him. I don't think it's the greatest move. Uh, to me, Jabari Smith is the worst out of the three right now. I think NBA ready wise, the best player is Paolo Boncaro. I think he's the most NBA-ready right off rip. And I think the highest upside is Chet Holmgren, which leaves me as Jabari Smith being the third best because either one you're looking for, there's two other guys that are better, mm-hmm. like whether you're looking for right now or later. And with the Magic, I don't think... I mean, you have Franz Wagner playing your your your, your four and your three, and he could be a modern-day four at this point. And uh, Jabari is obviously the modern-day four build. Uh, defensively, he's not, like, as big as you might need to be to defend some of those, you know. Yeah. I don't know how well he's going to do against a guy like Grant Williams. Uh, Grant, Grant, Grant Williams isn't, like, a lethal scorer, but you know what I'm saying. He, but he's a 6'10", elite sharpshooter, so I understand the the love for a guy like that. Uh, yeah. He is the future. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm worried that the Magic might be screwing this up. See, I don't have the Magic taking Jabari Smith, but I'm like the complete opposite. I think Jabari Smith is like the most intriguing prospect yeah. out of those three because of his just his ability to score is better than the other two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think defensively he can be the best out of the three guys as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be interesting, but I'll talk about him when I get to him. I have Chet Holmgren going number one overall to the Orlando Magic. I think for them... Obviously, I mean, you're going to get one of these great players, and getting the first pick is great and everything, but choosing between these three is going to be difficult. It's I mean, suck. because, like you say, they're all so close. I think you get either of them <laughs> or all three of them, you're satisfied. So, like, being the Houston Rockets at number three or OKC at number two is kind of the spot to be at. Like, yeah. we'll take whatever you don't want. Um, I went with Chet Holmgren because uh, Mo Bamba is a free agent for Orlando. I think he's going to be gone. It kind of seems like it. Wendell Carter. Played the four for them this year, stretched the floor, learned to shoot threes a lot better, and he played good at the four. So I think getting a five, I mean, I guess Chet's going to be, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a five or not. I think he's going to be a five. I think he is, and especially if you play him with a guy like Wendell Carter, who does play the five, you can have Carter guard the the centers if you want. Um, Holmgren played high school basketball with Jalen Suggs, who went first round to the Magic last year, so there's a kind of a connection there. Holmgren is going to be a good, like, I still think he's going to be at least a 
good player. Oh, absolutely. I think he will yeah. be too. Like I know that there's a lot of worries with Chet Holmgren, but man, if he ends up on in a Detroit Pistons uniform, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. So if I, if I end up with Chet, I'm I'm pumped. Exactly. So I I think Chet, like as much as there's the the worry with him, I think his upside is ridiculous. Like his yeah. his the way he moves for how tall he is, his handle for how tall he is, um at Gonzaga, he had to take a little bit of a lesser role because that team was so good, filled with upperclassmen. I'm excited to see how he does with more opportunity on a Magic team that is, I mean, they, let's face it, they've been one of the worst teams in the league the last two years, so he's going to have a lot of freedom. Yeah, absolutely, and I think Chet is just, and again, he's so intriguing. He's the next unicorn. He's the next, you know, Chris Stops, but mm-hmm. a better ball handler. Yeah. Uh, this this guy, Chet could be legit a special, special player. He's an elite league. shot blocker. Yeah, yeah, he's not the biggest, you know, but he's he not going to bang down low with Joel Embiid, but... He's going to block shots 100%. Mm-hmm. The dude averaged like four blocks a game in high school. Yeah, <laughs> think about his rotational defense, defensive ability. Yeah. yeah, he might not be the main defender, but watch when he rotates on your backside. Good luck exactly. getting that shot off. He's and blocking that shot. Like, I, I hate how people act like guys just aren't going to gain weight when they yeah. go to the NBA. <laughs> this dude's 18, like, 19. Do you realize all the weight plans and diet plans and workout routines that the these NBA teams have ready to go for these guys? Like, there's I can't name a single player that was just this scrawny, skinny kid in college came to the league and just stayed that forever. Way. Like Kevin Durant, even him, like he's still you could kind of say he's scrawny. Look at him compared to when he was 18 yeah. in, at Texas. Like yeah. he was he was probably scrawnier than Chet was. Yeah, look at Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, exactly. That dude was like tiny. He like, is he's not gonna he's now. not gonna stay under 200 pounds like yeah. his whole career. Yeah, they he will, will fix get that. bigger. 100. Like, the NBA teams won't even allow him to like. It's it's not like a well he's got to chew it's a you have to yeah. you must or do it or we won't draft you yeah it is <laughs> you have one option dude get bigger and I doubt he just is doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to yeah and it's not like yeah he knows it's gonna benefit him exactly he's not like no I don't want to eat <laughs> yeah no I want to stay this skinny <laughs> I like it number uh, two OKC uh, this is where I have Chet Holmgren going I think it's like perfect uh, the Thunder are in an infinite rebuild scenario which <laughs> and I don't see them tumbling out of it anytime soon they either get uh, Wembenyama next year that's that's why I think that the tank is ending after that yeah that's but, what they're going until then but like eventually they're gonna have the greatest G League team ever <laughs> they might have multiple all-stars on their G League yeah. team what happens to Pukasevsky here in the next few years I feel like this might be his year like Break out it this has year. To be. I mean, they have like twenty dudes on their team. They're if, trying if to play. If he doesn't break out this year, he's gone. Yeah, like, he you has have to, to move be, on. Yeah, they're gonna move on from a couple that, of young guys. After that's this the year. issue with the Thunder is they have to move on. They have to pick and Quick. choose who they're moving the, on too from in two, two, yeah. two or three years. Because what if Pokusevsky gets traded to the Pistons and blossoms? Like you know, <laughs> Marvin Bagley. I mean, it's just it's the way things exactly. go. Uh, Anyways, though, the Thunder. It's just a perfect landing spot for Chat. Uh, they've got all the right pieces to grow as a team, and him. He, it gives him plenty of time to grow. There are no big expectations in OKC. Yeah. Same with Magic, same with Rockets. You can say it for all three. But again, yeah, but OKC even OKC more. is yeah. like you literally. They are not. They are not planning to win within looks like from now until ten years from now. Mm-hmm. Like they are still in rebuild mode. Uh, so he's got plenty of time to grow, which I think is huge for a star, especially a young star with so many questions. Better to go in yeah, a city definitely. with less pressure. Yeah, and and they're a good developing team. They always have been too. So it's a great mm-hmm. spot for him. I have Jabari Smith going here to OKC. Um, they have a lot of, I mean, they have a lot of young players in general, but their their main young players going into the future are all guards. So it's really big for them that they got one of these top three picks because all three of these teams are their young players are guard heavy. Yeah. They need a big to match with them, and Pretty it's, crazy it works out. Like I honestly am happy for all three of those teams. Like OKC, eh? 
I'm not that happy. I'm for not them. either. I think they're cheating. Right? Exactly. Like the other, like Houston and Orlando. I'm co- like or I was happy Orlando got the first pick. Uh-huh. Houston, I don't hate them like I once did. Yeah. So all but all three teams need a big man, so it works out for them. Uh, Jabari Smith to OKC though, I think it would be a great. I can't wait to see him and Shea Gill just play together or Josh Giddy as well. I think he fits right in with that core. Um, they still need a lot more, obviously, but imagine if they do get Wimbenyama, you have a core of <laughs> Shea Giddy. Lou Dort, Jabari Smith, Victor Wembanyama, and then you have Trey Mann, you Pukasevsky. have Pukasevsky, you have, uh, there's a lot of other guys, yeah, Isaiah there's, Roby, there's, there's, way, more there's way more that I just can't Darius think of Baisley. right now, Darius Baisley, there's so many. They, they, they just keep going. Yeah, so I like getting them getting Jabari Smith Jr. because they do need another, a four or a five. So Whatever yeah. happened to the narrative of hating the teams who tanked? Like remember when the trust the process Sixers was going on, yeah. and people were like, "They're ruining the game. This is wrong." Yeah. Why, why don't we keep that same energy with the Thunder? But the thing is, is it because the, they're not the in Philly. Philly did maybe, yeah, but like also Philly didn't trade for thirty-seven <sighs> first round. They just started. They losing. have thirty-seven, or it's either okay. I might be wrong here, so don't. I think it's quote twenty-seven. Me. Yeah, it's. Either, I was gonna say it's either thirty-seven or twenty-seven over the next five years. It is twenty-seven. Yeah. Thirty-seven is ridiculous. <laughs> but twenty-seven <laughs> ridiculous. over five years—that's twenty-seven huh? new players that have to be rostered. You realize that you would get five in a regular <laughs> situation. Like, <laughs> you have five times. Is it even twenty-seven? That might be even a lot. I no, don't know. It, it but, might be seventeen. But it will cause problems. I'm not making a trade with the no, Thunder. But that's what I'm saying. To send you me trade seven picks, all of them for the first pick next year to get women, yeah. and then it's over. Yeah. Facts. You know? And then that's the other team's problem. Exactly. <laughs> but if I'm problem. the team that gets the first pick, do I get Wembenyama or do I take ten first I'm round picks Wembenyama. from OKC? Probably. Like he's that. He's that yeah. special. But or you don't or you don't I don't know that's a tough call. Um, number three, Houston, Houston Rockets. Man, this team went from a shit future to looking pretty good all of a sudden. I mean, not like a shit future. They have a lot of young guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I wasn't high on them. Right, you weren't. <laughs> you add in Paulo Boncaro. <sighs> This team all of a sudden is like, whoa, they are athletic as hell. They move all over the floor, offensively gifted, defensively gifted. They can do a lot. Uh, if you need an offensive heavy roster, you know, you're playing Jokic, you can put Sengun in. Okay. If you if Sengun can't play, put Paul at the five, right? He can be your small ball Christian five Wood. at six eleven. You still have Christian Wood. This team is going to get lethal here and. I don't know how long, but this team could be scary in the future. They have rebuilt very, very well after the James yeah. Harden deal. Granted, it was pretty easy with how much they got mm-hmm. back for James Harden. Yeah, I have Paul Bencaro here, number three to Houston. It kind of seems like the top two has become a little consensus between Chet and Jabari Smith with, with Bancaro sneaking in here at three, um, which I kind of understand. I mean, Bancaro definitely is the least... For how for how at least at like Physically gifted he gifted. is, he's not a good defender, Mm-mm. and he gets he gets he's a lazy defender, like a lot of backdoor cuts. Yeah, and it's which that could be why he's a lot bigger. I think the other guys have more defensive potential, um, but Boncaro is a really good scorer. Like attacking the basket, he's better than them other two guys, hundred percent. Really good in the pick and roll. Um, he shoots. He, he shot the ball pretty well this season, especially so. in the tournament. What yeah. mattered? He mm-hmm. shot the ball really Definitely. well, and I think he could be. You get him with an elite guard, he could be a great second option. Like, you get him with Jalen Green. With Kevin Porter Jr. even, he's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Bancaro is going to be really good. And I, I do want to say, I don't think it is set in stone that these three go top three. No. I definitely could see, I mean, you OKC is OKC. Like, yep. they could pull some wild shit and draft 
Nikola Jovic number two. <laughs> you know, like just trying to get one Banyana as hard <laughs> as they can. Yes. We don't want to take a good player here. And you don't want to trade back. <laughs> yeah, um, imagine how they but trade I back. I could see like picks. Jaden Sharp or Jaden Ivey sneaking into this top three, maybe. Like there's probably it's probably not gonna happen, but it could happen. But it could. I don't think it's set in stone though that this is the top three. Yeah, I do too. I totally completely agree. Pick four, the team that should not have jumped up. The league just feels bad for them, so they rigged it so they would jump up. The Sacramento Kings. It's funny because when teams do a bad job of building, you start to root against them just because they're bad. Yeah. And like you literally start disliking them. Because it's like fun too. Yeah, know? yeah. This Kings, here's the issue. These Kings, the Kings have the fourth pick. The best players on the board are guards. You traded away a guard better than every guard on the board right now, and Tyrese Halburn. So if you take yeah. a guard, what are you? What were you thinking? You know, obviously they can't predict they jumped up and got to the fourth pick, I, I, and I get that. But like now they're in an awful situation. Holy moly, we traded away Tyrese Halburn for, and we're going to go out and draft another guard possibly, who's definitely going to be worse. It's a bad, it's a bad look. look. So I'm having them take Keegan Murray to try and fix their mistake of trading Tyrese. Uh, there's just not a guard. Tyrese Halberton is, he could be a top 10 point guard in the league very soon. Mm-hmm. He is that good. And I'm not sure that any of these guards are that level right off rip. So I think you've got to take a yeah. forward and commit to, uh, well, we don't we don't need guards. you got to commit to that. Exactly. And to think about it, I mean, they really don't need guards. They have no. Davion Mitchell, who w- had a really good end of the season last year. To be fair... Obviously, the the Halburn trade, none of us agree with. But De'Aaron Fox's game elevated majorly when after Tyrese Halliburton was moved. Um, and they had Demonis Sabonis. Like, the Kings, I do think they could be in a trade scenario here with number four because they are trying to contend, obviously, that you have to with the current team they have. But I also have them drafting Keegan Murray for the same reasons. You can't draft a guard here. You look like an idiot. You look like an idiot. Um, what are you going to do? Because Davion Mitchell needs an increased role. You traded away your other one. You you have Demonis Sabonis, so you really can't draft a four. They still have Buddy Heald, right? That, no, he got traded in the Halberton trade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have Harrison Barnes, which I kind of feel like Keegan Murray is a Harrison Barnes type guy. I think yeah. that's a very Ask. similar comp for him. Um, I like Keegan Murray a lot. He's been really rumored to Detroit, and I th- mm-hmm. it kind of seems like if he's there at five, the Pistons are going to draft him, which I'm not against. At first, I was like, eh. Now it's like, okay, that means we're going to trade Jeremy Grant at least, so maybe we'll see what happens. You know, maybe if you end up getting Keegan Murray and a Benedict Matherin or something, yeah. you know, get two of those top guys, then I'm cool with it. But as far as for the Kings, yeah, I think Keegan Murray's the move here. Your future three or four if you end up wanting to play Sabonis at the five. Murray is probably the most NBA-ready player in the draft. That's what I've been seeing as of right now. A great three-level scorer. We watched a lot of him this year. Um, when we went to the Big Ten tournament in you watched Indianapolis, him. he really dominated the tournament. Really good player. I like Keegan Murray a lot, um, but I got him going here four to the Kings. Number five, your Detroit Pistons. Man, I wish the Kings didn't take Keegan Murray. I, I, I and I, I love Keegan Murray. Yeah. I think the way basketball's headed, watching what the Celtics do, uh, you know, getting a bunch of forwards who can guard everywhere. Uh, Jalen Brown is not a forward. He's a guard who can guard anybody. Uh, he, he's only a guard because their roster. Uh, I think the idea of getting tons of forwards who can switch everything is genius. That's why I really wish Ke- we, we could get Keegan Murray. And you even look at like the New Orleans Pelicans. They ran their lineup at the end of the year of CJ at the one, and then Ingram, Herb Jones, 
Jackson Hayes and Jonas Valanciunas, and it worked mm-hmm. well. Like those are all large guys. I think Herb Jones is kind of changing the narrative too of don't draft these four year guys or you know like as successful as he was right away too. You see all these big, tall, switchable defenders are so valuable now mm-hmm. right away. Man, <laughs> I have the Pistons having not having to because this would be amazing. This whether we get Keegan Murray or Shaden Sharp, who I have them taken. I do not care. What an awesome draft we have right now in front of us. We are getting one of these three guys. Shaden Sharp, Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray. That is dope. Yeah. That is a dope. I will take any three. Any three. I will not be upset. What a great draft. Uh, There's no Henry Ellenson that we might slip off and (laughs) make a mistake of taking. That's facts. No Stanley Johnson. Yeah. uh, These three guys, I think all three of these guys will make quality NBA players. Shane Sharp, however, is probably the most up-in-the-air guy. the mysterious one. We haven't seen him play since high school where he was really good, but... Patrick Beverly averaged 30 a game in high school. <laughs> like any, uh, If you were in the league, you were a good high school basketball yeah. player. Uh, but I, I am still very high. He's just a freak. He's, He's got so the athletic. crazy athleticism. He can yeah. shoot for a crazy athletic yeah. guy. Uh, he'd be awesome next to Cade. He's got a lot of like Jalen Green type comps mm-hmm. um, just because they're both so young as well. But yeah, we didn't see Shaden Sharp. Some ex- people are wondering about his, you know, off-the-court stuff. He hasn't gone to any uh, press conferences or anything. I don't think he's worked out for any teams yet. At the Combine, he did really well. It has kind of proven, at least in recent years, that if you draft the athlete, it sort of pays off. The athlete is kind of the move to go with. So, we'll see. Um, Here at pick five, I don't have the Pistons taking Shaden Sharp. It is... I don't know if it's who I want. I really don't. Out of those three, I'm not. I'm still kind of questioning. I would yeah, love Shaden Sharp. I'm the same way. Um, because he is more of a project, obviously, just because we don't know. But I have the Pistons taking Jaden Ivey here out of Purdue. Another guy that we got to watch a ton of this past season at Purdue. I think he's still going to be a great NBA player. A guard that plays combo guard. He played the two at Purdue last year. He does have the ball in his hands a lot, but I think he can play off the ball pretty well. Um, I think a really good comp for him like if he obviously turns out to be good, is like Donovan Mitchell. He's not, like a lot of people want to say John Morant, but like they look alike. he's they not John. I mean, he shoots the ball a lot more than mm-hmm. John, John Morant. And he doesn't, I mean, he's not the greatest, uh, like uh, attacking the, okay, I don't want to say he's not the greatest attacking the Compared rim. to Ja. Because he's dunks. He yeah. will dunk on dudes. But he also just forces it a lot going to the rim as well and takes a lot of wild shots as well. But he's, he's a, I think he could play really good off ball with Cade Cunningham, and I would, like I said, I would be happy if we got Jaden Ivey mm-hmm. at number six. The Indiana Pacers. This one was tough for me. Uh, they have so many options. They could go. Mm-hmm. I have them going best available, which is Jaden Ivey at this point. Uh, I do. I think it's a great move. No. Uh, do I think it's what they have to do? It, it's kind of like the King situation. It'd be it'd be silly to do a different move. I, I do think there's a drop off after this. Uh, not a huge drop off, but. A drop-off yeah. in uh, top potential talent. Uh, but Pacers taking Jaden Ivey, it's not a bad move. Next to Halliburton, playing the off guard next mm-hmm. to him, that could be lethal. Yeah, could be very lethal. Could. And I had the Pacers taking Shaden Sharp. Um, the Pacers, I kind of was thinking about them passing on him because I do think they are still trying to compete because they— I thought about taking a forward here. I did as well. But I think Shaden Sharp could be there in the future too. Tyrese Halliburton seems like he is going to be the point guard of the future— um, you still have Miles Turner. Who knows what's going to end up happening with him? But yeah, Shaden Sharp intrigues me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he really, I don't know what 
how good he's going to be, and I am excited to see how good he can be. Yeah, so. whether or not he's on the Pistons, I will follow him yeah, his rookie season. Because he's a really interesting story. 100%. Especially if Pistons pass up on him. Mm-hmm. Then I'm really going to follow yeah, him. Then it's like, oh, do I want him to do good? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> how, how much am I rooting for this yeah. guy? Pick seven, the Portland Trail Blazers, but hopefully in a month we'll be saying the Detroit Pistons at pick seven. Yeah, hopefully it's uh, anybody but Portland. They have an opportunity to trade for some talented players this season. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is clearly disgruntled. Um, the Suns are disgruntled with DeAndre Ayton. Uh, they've mentioned his off-the-court uh, focus is just not all there. You know, he's literally addicted to video games, they say. Really? Like, they, like he literally has, a, like, uh, who's the other guy that has that problem? It might be Darren. They say Darren's focus really? is lacking because of video games. Uh, but, like, that's a real thing that they say about DeAndre Ayton. Pulled himself in Game 7. Uh, he was playing awful, played 18 minutes, uh, asked to not go back in the game. Uh, he also didn't get the extension this summer yeah, that he wanted. Uh, it is not looking good. I could very well see Portland going a different route instead of going to Jeremy, going with DA. Because then, boom, you are right back into being a pretty solid NBA roster. Uh, I mean, you're still not championship ready. You never will be, uh, I don't think. Not yeah, anytime still, soon. That roster it's, is still makes it way back better. to competing, I would think. Because you have a young core. You saw yeah. you bring back Simons as well. Now you have yeah, Simons you still have and Dame, but... You have Simons and Aiton. You have Nas Little. Uh, there's a couple other young guys like Greg Brown. Um, yeah, so. If Portland stays at this pick, which I, I'm really hoping they make a move out of this pick, uh, I do have them taking A.J. Griffin. He's, I think he is now best available. Uh, I have a guy that falls in my draft that you, you're you not going to have fall. think so. Yeah, I have him fall in because I think he lacks versatility. NBA versatility, but he is like my—he's one of my favorites. Okay, and I'm getting once I get to him, I'll I kind of have a feeling I already know who it is. Okay, um, I do have another guy that fell in my draft as well, but for good reason, I think. Um, yeah, I have I have AJ Griffin here as well at number seven. I was thinking about the in the Pacers taking AJ Griffin here, but I decided to have him fall here at seven. I think it would be a good move for them. Mm-hmm. AJ Griffin has a lot of that Jalen Brown type build to him. He's a really big wing for his height. I mean Physical. he's like a, yeah, he's a six five, six six wing, but he's a large he's he's two hundred and twenty pounds, huge. big guy. He's actually the younger than anyone that's we've named yet. He's only eighteen years old. Kind of crazy he's younger than Shaden Sharp. Um but yeah he had a he had a pretty good year at Duke this year. He was like six man pretty much for most of the year. Started a little bit, shot the ball really well though. He's a really good shooter. And he definitely has the frame to be a good defender as yeah. well. Yeah, he had a like just a crazy efficient year. Like he just yeah. kind of came in and did the right mm-hmm. things a lot. Hundred uh, percent. Pick eight, the New Orleans Pelicans, another team that has been rumored in the Jeremy Grant trade. I do. Thing. I do not want this team to move out of this pick. I think they have their guy, uh, where you can move CJ back to the two if you want, or this guy can be your bench point guard until you move on from some of your guys. I think Ty Ty Washington will be a dog if he goes to the Pelicans. He is one of the most underrated passers in this draft. His turnover He's the best passer. Yeah, his turnover ratio is ridiculous. He hits rim runners like no other. Think about who the Pelicans have to rim run. Jackson Hayes and Zion Williamson. Zion might actually want to play for the Pelicans if Ty Ty Washington is there. <laughs> Uh, I, I seriously am, like, crazy high on Ty yeah. Ty. I think he could be a monster in this league. He's not, like, my favorite player uh, by any means, but I, I, I love a good he's point a guard. Player. I love a good point guard a, who doesn't yeah. turn the ball over. He's a true point guard. Yeah, true, absolutely. He likes to pass the really ball. Really good in the pick and roll. Yeah. And he's, he's a guy who I, I, he, I just said I have a guy falling. He's a guy who I have falling. But it's kind of just because of the need for point guards, I yep. think is not as high as for a lot of these teams. 
But I like Ty Ty washing a lot too. Like yeah. And he, he and at Kentucky they barely run the spread pick and roll. Usually there's another guy yeah. sitting down there. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine when he gets into an offense that spaces the floor well. It's gonna because he's really good in the mid range too, Very. like pulling up off of a, off of a screen as well. Hits open shooters yeah. like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, obviously he's a willing. He passer. is a true point guard, a hundred percent. Great vision. Uh, I have the guy who I think you are gonna have falling to the New Orleans Pelicans here, and that's Benedict Matherin from Arizona. Was it him? It is. Like, I don't know why I knew. I, I just could, I, I, could kind I, of the thing is, I like Benedict Matherin. I get that, though. I get what you're saying about the versatility. Yeah, I think he's a little undersized. Mm-hmm. I think he... Because he can't play point guard. Uh-uh. He, and he's a... I mean, he's a smaller, too. He's like... A, I mean, they have him listed at six foot five. He definitely isn't six foot five. Mm-mm. And he can't play forward. He's definitely not big enough to oh, be a forward. Oh, definitely not. Because he's a little on the skinny side as well. Um, but Benedict Matherin was the leader of the Arizona team this year, and they were one of the best teams in college basketball. Really good score this season, a three level score. Uh, plays good defense, a rim right. Uh, what's the word I was looking for? A rim high rocker. riser, rim rocker. That works too. <laughs> Had that crazy donk in the tournament. Yeah. Um, a guy that I wouldn't mind if the Pistons get if we don't end up getting one of those guards because I do think we need to get another guard mm-hmm. at some point, whether it's draft or free agency. But Benedict Matherin, I think, will be at least a solid NBA player. But like you said, there is a chance that he kind of goes to the wrong situation. Because I think a lot of the players busting is not just they get to the league and they suck. Mm-hmm. It's they go to the wrong situation, and then it just never really works out yeah. for them in the long run. And that could easily happen with Benedict. But yeah, I got him going to eight. He's got to go somewhere where he is a moving, a mobile spot-up shooter. Because he really is. He moves well and catches that, three, mm-hmm. and catches that ball really nicely and gets right into his jump shot. Uh, but I, I just the size and everything with the way the NBA is headed, I don't think you can have many of those guys on the floor if they're not the best players on yeah, the floor. I get uh, that, or you know, top two on the yeah. floor. Uh, number nine, Pick nine, San Antonio Spurs. This is an interesting team. Uh, this team could be headed in the right direction very quickly with the season Dejounte just had. The rumors about Zach Levine. Uh, they're an eight and team too. Mm-hmm, yeah, absolutely, they're an eight and team. Uh, this team could go any direction with their draft. They kind of need it everywhere. Uh, and they have three first-round picks, too. Which is crazy for the Spurs. Just not a thing I would expect. Right, yeah. Uh, but right here, I have them taking the lethal scorer from Wisconsin, Johnny Davis. Uh, I think he's a perfect running mate next to DeJounte Murray. One or two dribbles, going to score the ball. That's it. That's a Spurs guy if I've ever heard of one. Uh, I think he'd be really fun in a Spurs jersey. Yeah, he definitely is a is a great scorer, but he's not like, a, at least at Wisconsin, he was a, a I don't want to efficient in not the sense of like actually making shots, but taking good shots. Yeah. Like he gets to his spots and takes good shots. So I definitely could see that fit for him mm-hmm. with the Spurs. I don't have him going here to the Spurs. I actually have Jeremy Sohan, freshman out of Baylor, going here. Really interesting player. This is a guy that I low key could see rising in boards and being a team or a player that someone reaches for, maybe like the Indiana Pacers or Portland. But Sohan uh, really like outperformed what he was expected his freshman year at Baylor. He's just that ultimate like utility knife yeah. guy can do it all. He's the three, four and five. He'll play. Exactly. Him. He'll play everywhere. He's a really good passer for a big man. He dunks. He plays phenomenal defense. He gets a lot of PJ Tucker, Draymond green type comps and Aaron Gordon. One is one that I wrote down that I thought was kind of similar as well. Um, he it's doesn't funny. have I that. that about Kendall Brown, his teammate. Yeah. You did <laughs> yeah, say that. Funny. Yeah. Ken, and he's another guy like that yeah. too. But he does. Sohan doesn't have the the offensive scoring set yet. Mm-hmm. But everything else has looked great, and he's kind of like a Herb Jones type guy, where it's like 
he's a 19 year old version of a Herb Jones, you know, that could be a really good impact player immediately. And you just have to work on all the fundamental things, which is the easy. Yeah. That's the, that's the easiest part. You can't teach the hustle and the great defense and the, the passing vision that he has from a big man. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you can play him wherever you want. The Spurs, I feel like that's a good team to go to for something like that, especially if Popovich is still there. Washington Wizards at the 10th pick. Uh, this is a guy I don't know a ton about. Uh, he played in G League Ignite this year. Uh, Dyson Daniels, a guard. going. Like, he was Ignite, right? It's the other guy who was in uh, Overtime Elite. Yep. Uh, What's well, Gene Montero? Montero, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dyson Daniels. Uh, I just kind of went with a guard pick. Pair somebody up with Bradley Beal. Get somebody next to him. Uh, if he's gonna stay there, you gotta start to try and work things out. Uh, you gotta start trying to get better. And they have a lot of players at every position. Yeah. I don't think they can make a wrong pick here unless they reach for uh, Usman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. Uh, I actually also have Dyson Daniels here at ten for the Wizards. I was debating between him and. Um, and Ty Ty Washington here, and I went with Daniels, and that's kind of why Washington falls for me because there's not a lot of point guard needs after this. But, yeah, Dyson Daniels, I feel like, is a guy that Washington's going to want to draft, a potential guy. They, You know, Bradley Beal might be coming back, but he's a big guard, six foot six. Um, he played in the when they did the Rising Stars thing this year, and he actually was, like, horrible in that game, which was kind of funny. But... He's the highest G League Ignite guy. He'd definitely be the first G League dude off the board. He's not a shooter. He gets a lot of Josh Giddy comparisons, but he's also Australian and a tall point guard. I mean, that's kind of why. It's just easy. But he plays a lot like him. I mean, that's he like really... saying Jaden Ivey's John Moran. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just cheating. <laughs> it is. It's just too easy. But, um, yeah, he's a good off-ball player. Not the shooter that you want yet, but he's a really good playmaker, and he's got great size for a point guard, so... And you see how good Giddy was year one. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Daniels can do the same. Yeah, remember, I was high on Giddy from the start. I thought he'd be great immediately. You did. I'll give you that. I, I, I thought it. I didn't. Yeah, I was I was like instantly like, this guy's going to be legit. Yeah. Uh, number 11, I have a team making what I think is a bad pick. <laughs> I'm guessing that the New York <laughs> Knicks are going to make you the wrong to pick. See it. You love to see uh, it. Because that's how, that's how you got to predict these things. Uh, I've got them going with, and it's not an awful pick, uh, Jaden Hardy. Uh, hyper athletic oh, okay, guard, okay. Uh, definitely jumping up from where he needs, from where he's like projected to go. But I can definitely that's see that. That's going to happen, though. I, yeah. Guys are going to get reached on. Yeah, and like think about Bobo. He was supposed to be a first round pick. He dropped to forty six. Yeah. Uh I could really see Jaden Hardy jumping up and I could see the Knicks being the team to reach for him. Uh they, their guard play isn't great. Uh no. and it could definitely use some improvement. You've got RJ Barrett who's definitely your three or your two going forward in the future. You've got Julius Randle, you've got Mitch Robb. You got it. Hopefully, they can start putting the pieces together soon or else it's gonna be a blow up season. Yeah, your one good year is not gonna cut it for mm-hmm. now. Um the Knicks this was the other team that I feel like the only team until my next team that kind of needs a point guard. But I think the big is the move here, and the big that's on the board, I think the Knicks have to take him. It's Jalen Duran out of Memphis, a guy that I really could also <laughs> see going a lot higher um, because you have a team like Indiana that needs a big, but there might not be one on the board. Portland as well. I could see them reaching for Jalen Duran, but I got him here at 11. Um, just a crazy Great rim protector this year at Memphis. Blocked a lot of shots. Doesn't shoot the ball. He's super young. He's only 18 years old. About six foot ten, big man. But he was he gets a lot of Robert Williams type comps right away because Moves crazy. Yeah, well. he's he is very very quick for how big he is. Um, and if he can develop an offensive game, he's a lob threat already. Obviously, he's there defensively. So I think the Knicks. Nerlens Noel is. Uh, you know, he's he's there for now. I think he's got one year left on his deal. Mitchell Robinson is 
headed to free agency this offseason. We don't know what he's going to be looking for. So I got Jalen Duran to the Knicks. Pick 12, the OKC Thunder. Uh, this is where I've got Usman, Diang. I don't know anything Dang. about this guy. Yeah. And so I'm signing him to the Thunder. That's a <laughs> seems, great, you know, I like that. Seems like a Thunder pick. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great thought process. I don't really care. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. He, he He's going, and he's supposed to be a first-round pick and high. He's going to the Thunder for me. I just don't care enough. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> From France. He's from France. Yeah, nice. French good, good for that guy. Yeah. He's probably good. Speaking of France, he's the, probably pi- good looking. the Pistons are going to Paris and playing against the Bulls. Hell yeah. And Killian Hayes is headed home. Like, we need to sign Sekou just for that game, right? Max. And Zach Levine kind of looks like Rudy Gobert. <laughs> could, could be related to <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, pick 12, OKC. I got them going with Mark Williams here out of Duke. Yes, I had them taking Jabari Smith Jr., but they don't got a lot of bigs. Why don't you draft two of them? <laughs> Get draft two, play them both. Mark Williams he is a lot similar to Jalen Duren, but he's just he's two inches taller, but doesn't have the quickness that uh-huh. Jalen Duren has. Um, he's a year older. He, he was a sophomore this year at Duke. He was a really good rim protector this year at Duke. Played really well in the tournament as well. Great offensive rebounder. But, yeah, he just doesn't have the foot speed that Duren has. So that's why yeah. I have him going one spot higher. But Williams, I think, is... There's no way he's not, like, a New Orleans Noel. Like, there's no way he's not a rotational center for, like, 10 years. In the yeah, league. just a great defender. Just how big he is, how great of a rebounder he is. He's going to be at least a player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Number 13, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, this is where I have Jalen Duren going. Last year, he took Kai Jones, who was uh, super athletic, very mobile, very quick. Uh, he played some quality minutes this year. When he turned on the yeah. Hornets, he'd, he'd play. Late in the year, yeah. yeah he, he'd play some decent minutes. He played minutes. more than book night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so I've got them kind of trying again. <laughs> Let's try and get another yeah. center. Uh, not saying that Kai Jones is a bust or anything. I think he's got a crazy high upside mm-hmm. still. Uh, but I've got them going with Jalen Dern. Pairing him with LaMelo Ball would just be ruthless. Yeah. Absolutely ruthless. Charlotte has two picks here pretty close to each other. But I had pretty much both the bigs in this region off the board. So th- there's not many other centers that are in this middle teens range. So... At 13, late lottery, I got Charlotte taking Ochai Abaji from Kansas. The first, mm. like, old dude off the board, I guess. I mean, I guess you could say Keegan Murray like kind of is. But, yeah, the first senior off the board out of Kansas. One of the best players in college basketball this year. Uh, shot the ball extremely well. He had, like, kind of not a breakout year, but he just played super good this senior year. Um, kind of just an all-around player. He I, he gets a lot of, uh, like, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jay Crowder-type comparisons because he's going to do it all. He shoots threes, catch and shoot well. He's going to be a role player. And I think in an offense surrounded around LaMelo Ball, you can't have enough of those guys. Yeah, for sure. Number 14, 14. the Cleveland Cavs. That's where I have Sohan going. Crazy versatile. Obviously, they're big man heavy. They do not give a shit. They don't care. They'll play him with Mobley and Jared Allen. I originally had them going guard here, but like, why, why? Your your big's why, rotation why? is that good. Like you can get throw another big rotation in there. Kevin Love is on his way out eventually. He's not. He can't be your sixth man forever. Uh, I've got them going Sohan. I think. He, I, like you said, I think Sohan. I'm not as high. I'm definitely higher on Kendall Brown than I am on Sohan. Yeah, but it's not like a disrespect. I think to Kendall Sohan. Brown probably has more like potential to be yeah. great. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Sohan, I think definitely like has a higher floor. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and they're both same age. Ooh. Um. What? My pinky just like <laughs> full on just cramped. That's tough. That's tough. Oh, um, it, by the way, we got rained out of disc golf today. Yeah. Ridiculous. First game of the league year. Yeah. It's a rain <laughs> out. And like, it's not like we went out there and it started raining. Nah, we got halfway in. Yeah. 
and then got soaked. Yeah, we were wet. And then had to leave because, like, we were soaking wet. <laughs> Just a bad deal. It was awful. It was awful. Okay, 14. Rough start to the year for you and Jake. <laughs> Rough not going to lie. It was not looking <laughs> guys good. guys were looking a little rusty. We were looking bad. Yeah. No, like, I if even... it would have been a close game, I would, like, I feel like we would have been like, Let's you know. Let's play it out. Let's we were getting in the blown rain. out. Yeah, it was a blowout already. Yeah, it was like the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Celtics Heat. It was that not going facts. good. Um, late lottery pick fourteen. Guy had late a, lottery. The latest you can be. In the lottery. It is the latest you can be. <laughs> uh, this guy had fallen a little bit. Johnny Davis going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh man, why is Johnny Davis on a Taco Bell commercial? Yeah, is that facts. like the only already? dude Taco Bell could get? Yeah, already. Like you know, I, I, Johnny Davis is cool and everything, yeah. but like. I got him going 14th. You got him going like 8th or 9th yeah. or whatever. Like there's a lot of – Taco Bell is Taco Bell. You could like, do Paula. You couldn't get Chet Holmgren on yeah. a Taco Bell commercial? Whatever. Maybe, why have they not worked to get Taco Bell? Wisconsin guys. In a, in a yeah, commercial. why have they not? Like that would just be – it's so easy. Yeah. It's like punching you in the face. Easy. <laughs> exactly. Like his name is Taco. Yeah. <laughs> like, Anyways, though, Johnny Davis here to Cleveland. I think it makes a lot of sense. Whether Colin Sexton is back or not, you get a score into that offense, whether he's six-man starting – I think a getting another scorer in that offense is huge because he can take some off Darius Garland. And they don't have a lot of scorers other than him. It's just a lot of Garland and then him doing everything pretty mm-hmm. much. So, yeah. 15, back to the Charlotte Hornets. I got them going Terry Eason. Versatile Ooh, okay. four or versatile forward. Uh, his shooting percentage has skyrocketed this year. And if he continues to become a better shooter, this guy could be very, very good in this league. He is like uh, the most like Herb Jones type. Yeah. I know I've brought him up so many you, times. Because you like, love him. I do like Herb Jones, but I think he just has been like the is I know he wasn't all rookie first team. But, but he could be the prototype. He was easy, he was probably the best pick of the draft this yeah, past year. I would probably. totally agree. Yep, other than Cade. And he was so impactful. Yeah. Other like than more Cade. impactful than Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Yeah. And Jalen Green. Let's yeah. keep throwing him out there. Let's keep going. <laughs> Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy didn't Not belong. Kate Cunningham, though. Josh Giddy didn't even belong on an all of rookie team. Just saying. <laughs> I'm playing. That's a joke. Franz Wagner. I'm, yeah, facts. Better. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, you you 15. had Tar Eason, yeah. Uh, 15, I have Uzman Jang here. Like you said, I don't know a crazy lot about this guy. He's a six foot ten guy that was a point guard his whole life, and he's not going to play point guard anymore. Played for the New Zealand Breakers, the same team that... Uh, Mello did. Mello. Did Mello play? I thought RJ Hampton... Or yeah, they both played for that team, yeah. Because RJ oh, Hampton... No, it, it might not be Mello. I think... He, they, that's just the NBL, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was the same team. I know RJ Hampton played for the New Zealand Breakers, but I don't know if... Maybe Lamelo. I think they did. played against each did. other. I think they were against yeah, each other. Yeah, they did play against I think Yeah, because they, they were the same draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, he plays for the same team there. He's from France. Don't know a lot about him. Uh, It looks like he's just... Uh, what I've read about him is he is... His offensive game isn't quite there yet, but he's a six foot ten all those player with dudes. guard handles. So. When was the last time a French guy came in ready to play offensively? I'm Evan serious. Fournier. Uh, okay, ten year, fifteen <laughs> yeah, years exactly. Ago. Like Usman Garuba, well, he might be Spanish. Yeah, he's Spain. <laughs> but like Killian Seku, I can't think of any other French dudes. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Yeah. He just... still hasn't come around yet. <laughs> all right. Neither of any of those other dudes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Big uh, 16, the Atlanta Hawks. This is where I got Mark Williams going. This kind of insurance. There's been Clint Capella talks. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think the Mark Williams take is just insurance going forward. Yeah. Uh, you have somebody to fill in if Clint Capella goes. But they have Anyeka Kongwu. 
They do have Onkongwu. And but he, like, they also needs have, that role. They have three. Just Trey Capella. Yeah. They have three guys at every position that are good. Yeah, facts. <laughs> they 100%. have the best roster in the league. <laughs> that didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> like, or they made the eight seed. I don't know. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> I got Tari Eason here going to Atlanta. I think it's a good fit. Um, like we said, he's just he's one of the more all-around players in the league or in the draft. Really good in college this past year. Sophomore at LSU. Can, he's a six foot seven ish wing player. Think he could be a good fit there. 100%. This is where I start to not know players as well. Yeah, like there I are still good players like I that I have used to be top guys that fell. That's yeah. that's why I know about them. But it's a couple guys I saw him playing college. But there's some guys. Like a couple I guys I don't know a lot about. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seventeen. But this is where it starts to go a little bit faster. Yeah. Too, so. Uh, Malachi Branham to the Rockets. Mm. Uh, just taking the young forward. Uh, this kid could be really, really good. I hope he's not. He's from Ohio, Ohio State. State guy, yeah. He's. I don't know any Ohio State guys I like. I don't even like D'Lo. Really? You don't like D'Lo? I don't, I I don't, thought you liked I don't D-Lo. dislike D'Lo. What I, about Mike Conley? Oh, I definitely don't like Mike Conley. Really? Yeah, I don't like that Grizzlies team. What about... Like that Mark Gasol, Zach Randolph team. That team... I yeah. hate that. Greg Oden? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's mean, bro. Did you see that one video of Greg Oden? Dude, that's the saddest yeah, video I know. So ever. Now you're going to say you don't Facts. like him because of that? Oh, do you play basketball? I that's used to. That's that one dude's grandma, too. Uh, like, that famous grandma that went up to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, she had no idea. Like, she had the, no clue. And, like, Greg Oden should have been one of the goats. Yeah. <laughs> he was taking over KD, in case y'all were wondering. Holy crap. You know who Mike Schmitz is? He's, like, the main draft dude for ESPN. You probably would know him if you saw him. He's, yeah. like, a bald guy. He's signing to become an assistant GM with the Portland Trailblazers. Genius. That's actually kind of crazy. That's He's just, just like an ESPN reporter draft guy. Yeah, yeah. just a literally a just a reporter. Yeah. So that means they're not trading their pick. It must not be. They're committing to draft. <laughs> or he's coming in and saying, yo, it makes more sense to trade yeah, their pick. There isn't as much value yeah. here as you think. <laughs> All right. Um 17. 17. I got the Houston Rockets taking your boy, Nikola Jovich. Um, Damn, I, I don't even have him getting drafted really? in the first round. I mean, he might not. He's a really, like, the fact it's that not, he's... It, it's literally that I, for, I got to 25, and I thought, this is right where I'm going to have Jovic, and I just forgot about him. Gotcha. Well, Nikola Jovic, I feel like the fact that his name is Nikola Jovic is making him higher on draft boards. Um, just for confusion. Yeah, exactly. He's from Serbia. He's a. They say that he's a guard in a big body because he was, like, not always this tall and then kind of grew at the last minute. He's six foot ten, nineteen years old, and he plays mainly on the perimeter. He does not play down low. He's got no post game. He doesn't drive very well. He's a good shooter already, but he's got handles too. Just kind of needs to become a big if he's gonna. I mean, he's big. He's six foot ten. So yeah, I'm replacing one of these guys later in the draft with him because I, I don't. I don't like the guy. All right. Like I don't. I don't dislike him. That's but fair. I'll tell you when I do. Well, you'll figure it out. Pick eighteen, the Chicago Bulls. Real quick, if you're still listening, we're about to that hour mark. Oh, we're about there. You we're about probably two minutes off. Yeah. So, if you are still yeah, listening. Ahead. Go comment in the comments how many emails you have in your inbox right now. <laughs> how many do I have? 3,361. <laughs> that is That's not my school email, though. That's just like my like side piece email. <laughs> your side piece is 3,000? <laughs> what does your main one have? You'd be deleting no, shit No, my on main, main one, one, I check it. Then yeah. you delete stuff. Exactly. No, yeah. I don't delete it. I just open it. I never delete it. But. Yeah, technically you have 3,000. Like, like, have I opened any of these emails? 50. You have 50 emails. So this is one of 3,711. You have 3,361 that aren't open. Oh, wait, no, Damn. that's 450. No, I'm just saying, like, if you go to this main page here, like, have I opened any of these recently? No. 
I opened up this one off that when I bought all that stuff. That's it. <laughs> I haven't opened any of these. Yeah, dude, I'm the same way. Like, why, quit sending me emails. Nobody does that exactly. anymore. Emails are boring. Anyways, pick whatever. What are we at? Pick 18 Chicago Bulls. I got them taking Oche Abaji out of Kansas. I I mean, it's it's a Bulls pick. Yeah, you get yeah. a ready now guy. Yeah, uh, they don't really need much in all honesty. Mm-hmm. They need to win. Yeah. I have them going with a ready now guy as well. EJ Liddell from <coughs> Ohio State. Uh, guy, I have him going a little higher than than most, but I think he fits Chicago well. They kind of need – Patrick Williams was hurt this past year, but they kind of need another like four, maybe three type of guy. I don't know where he's going to play in the NBA, but he came back for uh, his junior year and got way better yeah. at Ohio State this past year. Especially shooting the basketball. Yeah, he shot the ball like way better than before. He shot 35.5% or 37.5%. Uh, was always a really good defender, can guard, you know, two through five probably. So as much as I dislike the guy, he was really good last yeah. year, and he should go in the first round. So I'm rooting for him Chicago. more than I am for Malachi. For Malachi, Brandon. really? Yeah. Even though, like, I just thought EJ I Liddell, actually didn't like, mind Malachi this past year. Like, I, I think EJ, like, I like watching that dude score. Like, yeah. he, he scores mm-hmm. the ball very fun. Yeah. Uh, number 19, the 19. T-Wolves. I've not said a guy still, and that's Benedict Matherin. Oh, I forgot. All the way to 19. Wow, to 19. Because of lack of versatility. Sheesh. And guess what? The Timberwolves, you think? With Minnesota? I mean, they got Ant and yeah, D- D'Lo. But, but like, they need backups. Ant played the three this yeah, whole yeah. year, pretty and, much. And I think, I think he really could. I think he could play off those two extremely well. Play off mm-hmm. Cat very well. He could spot up. He, he, he actually drives the ball pretty well. Uh, he's a pretty solid defender at his size. I think he would fit right in, in all honesty. Yeah. I like him going He's nice. got that dog mentality, too. Yeah, and like you can't the teach the dog mentality. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> pick 19. I also have a name I haven't said yet. That's Ty Ty Washington going Damn, here to 19. That is so funny. Minnesota. Um, I kind of feel like the D'Angelo Russell experiment is kind of over. I, I could see him getting moved this offseason. Um, whether Patrick Beverly moves back to the one and starts for them, I don't think Ty Ty's going to start either way. But like we said, we talked about him. A great, true point guard. He's not quite as small as you think he is either. He's like 6'2", mm-hmm. maybe 6'3". Um, he's not the most explosive point guard. Like, he's not going to come off a screen and absolutely come down and yam on a guy, but he's going to make the right play. He's yeah. going to hit the floater. He's going to kick out to a shooter. He's, he's pretty got, methodical. Exactly. Yeah, he plays. He doesn't play flashy at all, Mm-mm. but which is odd because he's a Kentucky guard. You mm-hmm. know, Those are the flashiest players in the draft. But he played really well this year, and I got him going 19. I definitely could see him going top 10. Though. Yeah, definitely has a slower-paced offensive game. Yeah, very, which very is methodical. not a bad thing at all. Yeah, I mean, look at the best player in the league in the playoffs right now, Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's literally the most slow, methodical player I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. Number twenty, Pick San 20. Antonio Spurs. This is where I have Gene Montero going. This is another okay. guy I don't know a ton about. Yeah, I don't have and, him going. And you don't really know much. I mean, how much can you really compare? You know, overtime elite. It's the new league. It's dot dot dot. This he'll be the test. He's he's yeah. kind of one of the he's first. He's going to be the first o- overtime guy. Yeah, and uh, they've got five stars coming into that OT. Yeah, they have league. a couple twins. Uh, they have the number one player in the class, like twenty twenty four. Yeah, the Bewley twins. It's either Matt Bewley or Ryan Bewley. I think is the number one player, and yeah. the, the other one is top whatever as well. So, so this is huge. It'd be uh, interesting, yeah. But I've got them going Gene Montero. I don't know a ton about yeah, him. Yeah, I don't. Either. I didn't have him going first round, so I don't. I don't know a crap ton about him. But we'll. I guess we'll find out mm-hmm. together. Pick twenty, San Antonio Spurs. This is where I got Malachi Branham, a guy who you, you didn't really expect to go to the draft this no. year, but he. I mean, Big Ten freshman of the year. Um, <clears throat> robbed Max Christie. Um, <laughs> but Branham was, no, he probably deserved it. He was really good, especially to end the year. 
Um, he shot the ball crazy well this year, 42.5% from three, 19 years old, a three-level score, gets to his spots. He has a lot of Johnny Davis in him, I would say, and he can defend as well. So yeah. Malachi definitely is going to be a first-round pick. I got him at 20. 21. The Denver 21. Nuggets. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> 21, the Denver Nuggets. What's 9 plus 10? <laughs> Really? All right, anyway. Four years. <laughs> it's been more than that. Five, six. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Remember how I said, like, Kendall Brown, Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon has underperformed his whole career. Let's just get a guy who might be better than Aaron Gordon, who yeah. kind of does the same thing. So let's get Kendall Brown. Okay? That, that's what I'm thinking. Get rid of Aaron Gordon. Move on from him. He's, he definitely could be the most athletic player in this Yeah, draft. and perfect next to Jokic and Jamal Murray. Yeah. And he, he actually switches very well. Mm-hmm. Very, very elite defender, versatile defender for sure. Uh, so I would love to actually see him on the Nuggets. I really mm-hmm. would. I think he could be an impact player off the rip. Nuggets have the reputation for absolutely drafting great. They take, like, the risky picks, and, and it usually works out. I got him taking Leonard Miller here mm-hmm. out of Canada, a guy who has kind of been another mysterious guy. He's coming out of high school, but prep school, so he's draft eligible. But he's also, like, could be not going to the draft and going to college still. He's got, like, his list of schools or whatever he could be going to. I think the G League is also in that list. Dude but, is just leaving all like, options yeah, open. He is like got. Uh, he's like Jacob, dude. He can't make his mind up. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he, but he's he's Snake so Jake. young. He's only 18 years old. Plays in Canada. He's a lefty, six foot ten wing, kind of as a shooting guard, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really crafty with the ball. He's not a crazy shooter yet. I've been watching a lot of like his highlights just because. He's interesting to me. He's a guy that not many people know about, so I kind of want to try and learn about him. Leonard Miller, I think, is a Denver Nugget type of pick. So yeah, I he, got him going. He might be him. a guy that you just waste time on, though. You know, you learn oh, all, learning about all this. And he, he sucks. But then think about in a in a quiz at four years from now, who did the Denver Nuggets take with twenty one? I'm like, that was Leonard Miller right there. I knew that. So Kyle does these like trivia quizzes, not work. And he's he's getting obsessed. <laughs> he's starting to learn niche again, like <laughs> this weird niche of lettered. Wi- like who who he's not going to make it, Williams. I would have no- I would have tried to know this anyways. Like the draft is like I know the draft. Yeah, facts. You can, like you said, you can name every first overall pick yeah. in the last twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. That's that's at dope. least at least the last fifteen. Yeah, for sure. Twenty gets shaky. Yeah. Anyways, because Mike Miller got drafted somewhere not in there. First. <laughs> Number twenty two. The Memphis Grizzlies. That's where I have EJ Liddell going. This yeah, I really do I like believe EJ Liddell could be Grant Williams esque in the league. Uh, I don't see why he couldn't. Which is like the future. That's a good comp. Yeah. Uh, I I like EJ Liddell, and the Grizzlies would be awesome. They develop players so well, and they've done so well for the past twenty years developing mm-hmm. players. Uh, Mark Gasol. I guess he wasn't a rookie there, rookie there, but or no, he was a rookie yeah. there, but no. got traded midway through his rookie year too. There, technically, Mark was a rookie on Memphis. Yeah, he got yeah. traded on draft night, but like he was drafted by the Lakers, got traded yeah. on draft night. So yes, he was. Yeah, and then you know Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, Tony Allen, the list goes on. John Moran, Mike Miller, uh, one rookie of the year. <laughs> Can we stop talking about Mike? Well, that's who I got. No shoe, Mike Miller, yeah. best player in the league. Uh, Memphis. This is where I got Kendall Brown going. Why not pair John Morant with another high flyer? They got Brandon <laughs> Clark. 
I guess that's like their only other high fly. I was trying to think of all their like, like he's they a don't, high flyer, they don't, but he's like not like no. I mean, he's a high flyer. Yeah, but he is. but he's not like a top ten high flyer in the well, league. Well, no, but I was just like thinking of the ones on that team. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna keep going, but they don't really have yeah, any other out. ones at all. Other than Josh Zaire Williams, I have Zaire Williams. Yeah. Forgot about him. But add Kendall Brown to the mix. Why not? Memphis has been really good, like you said, developing players. Why not take a guy who kind of is pretty raw? I would say is pretty raw, other than his athletic ability, but. He could be great. So yeah. you got him going at 22. 23, the Brooklyn Nets. I didn't write down his first name. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> is, is it Marjan or Marlon? Marjan. Marjan Bochamp. Yeah. Big defense. That's what I got written down. Mm-hmm. Big defense. That's what the Nets need. Uh, big defense. <laughs> and he is that. Not he, small he defense. Nah. Big defense. Not middle-sized. They, they need big defense. Big time. They do, yeah. <laughs> Got to take Marjan Bochamp. This Bo is late night, Cass. It's turning in. It's turning in. It's almost 9 o'clock. It's making that turn to yeah. a late night, Cass, 100%. Where we just start making bad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Just useless. All right. Uh, 23. I have the Brooklyn Nets taking Walker Kessler out of Auburn. I almost had the Charlotte Hornets reach for him at 15, but it's it seems wrong because Walker Kessler. It's too ridiculous. As much as I hate, I, I don't like to throw the the, the B word with some of these players. I because that word is so frequently overly yeah. used and I hate it. Yeah, he's talking about Bud Dussy. <laughs> Stop. Okay, money bag, yo. All right. I'm talking about bust. Um, oh. <laughs> I feel like Walker Kessler's got the that bust potential in yeah, him. For I hate sure. to say it. He's a big seven foot tall center that Average like four blocks a game this year. That's against college competition and college centers that sit on the block where you don't got to move much. It's the SEC, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just not the most competitive defensive league ever. Like, right. It's very offensive-oriented and guard-oriented. Exactly. But Walker Kessler gets in the right system. I think he still could be a good a rotational center, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and hopefully he's he can be with the Brooklyn Nets because they do need, I mean, you know, they, Nicholas Claxton is there. Drummond is gone. Other than that, they really don't have another big man, so I think Kessler could be a good guy to add into that mix. Kind of has like a Jarrett Allen type of, like his ceiling is like a Jarrett Allen type of guy. Yeah, absolutely. 24, Milwaukee Bucks. I've got them going with the hometown kid who doesn't play much basketball anymore, and that's Patrick Baldwin. Uh, We haven't seen him play like a a lot in recent two years, but when he did play, he was like a couple years ago, he was the best player in the class at one point. Yeah, he was Uh, in high school. Yeah, Patrick Baldwin is legit. He's a freak athletic, freak athlete. And again, this is one of those picks where, you know, if you're picking 20 through 30, you you take risks. Mm -hmm. It's it's the only way to do it. You either take risks or you take the most NBA-ready dude. Yeah, it's one or the other. Pat Baldwin could be both. He's a risk. I think right now he's a risk. Yeah. He struggled big time in college this past <laughs> year, which was is odd. He played at Milwaukee, Wisconsin-Milwaukee, you know, like because yeah. his dad was a coach. His dad got fired. He's no longer the coach there. Patrick Baldwin is one of those guys that – because all, the, all these players that are still retaining their college eligibility have till June 1st to make up their mind completely – He's a guy that could still be good. He entered the transfer portal, so he still could be going back to school. But I I don't Man, know. They got He's, five days. Yeah. And like Caleb Houston and Diabate are both in that. I think Houston will go. Yeah, I think Diabate is. Stay. I don't, he's it's the, one of the he's two. on the fence. I don't think both go. No way both go. No, eh, I think there's more chance that both go than both come back. I don't really know. We'll see, I guess. I would Max agree. Max Christie with that. did officially commit to the draft, though. I don't know if you knew that, but. 
Damn, I don't even have Max Christie getting drafted. I don't either. I don't think he'll go first. What? But he totally he, should. I he's like so Josh Primo. Cool. He's going to be the next Jordan Poole. Whoa. No. Whoa. No, no. Absolutely not. Um, Milwaukee Bucks. I got Jalen Williams here out of Santa Clara. This is another Dude's guy that's been absolutely rising boards. Um, He kind of made like a... A weird jump this year from what I've read. Like, he was, he played his first couple years and he was a kind of like a role player, wasn't the star. And then this year, his junior year, just became the guy of the team. Uh, he shot 40% from three. He's a two way, like, just a great two way player, defends really well, scores really well, averaged close to 20 points a game. Um, six foot six wing player. That sounds like a guy that the Milwaukee Bucks could use. <laughs> yep, absolutely. They needed depth last year in mm-hmm. the playoffs. It clearly showed they needed depth at that wing spot. So, I got Jalen Williams. You know his there. wingspan is seven foot one, seven two. That's a damn good guess. I think for I might have saw it. Guy. Yeah, it's a damn good guess. I would assume it'd be long if you're asking me what. His yeah, wingspan yeah, yeah, is for too. sure. Twenty five. The Spurs again. I got them going with a Spurs guy in my eyes. That's a guy that they might need to develop a little bit. That's Leonard Miller. Uh, I like, like that. Like you said, just the Canadian guy who we don't know a ton about. Uh, like I said, he's not the greatest shooter in the world, which is scary in today's league because mm-hmm. you're playing forward. I think you have to be able to shoot the ball at this point. Uh, but Leonard Miller going to the Spurs. Pick 25. I have this. They've already had two picks. I had Malachi Branham, and I had, who is my other? And I had Jeremy Sohan. So I had them going with a point guard here, Kennedy Chandler out of Tennessee. He's a really interesting prospect because he's tiny. He's, he's tiny. He is very small. Short but he's, king. He's got that Darius Garland, Tyrese Maxey type of potential, I think. He's a he's a really good scorer. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and honestly, for how small he is, he's a good defender. But he's but at the NBA level, I mean, in college he was a good defender. Yeah, where you can be a little bit scrappy. Exactly, he's he's good. He reaches. He gets steals. He plays physical defense for how small he is. But for in the NBA, I don't know how much you're going to be able to get away with that. Um, But he was a really good three point shooter. He might be the fastest dude in the draft. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with the ball in his hands coming downhill, he can finish the ball well. Like he's a good player. It's just he's small, and that's that's the scary part. He's five foot eleven, six foot maybe. Like he's got to be wearing some. I'm trying to think of shoes with Air really Force big ones. soles. Uh, <laughs> Air Maxes. He's gonna Air Maxes. Yeah. He's got to be wearing some <laughs> yeah. Air Maxes. Some. Uh, dude, did we start that trend? The, like, Hell yeah. The, the can. Let like, me get a can up. Yeah. Did we start that? I'm <laughs> yeah, serious. We, we might have. I'm dead What did we do that with? If you win our bracket challenge, oh, yeah. you're going you're to win. I forgot we did that. Like, Who won the bracket challenge? <laughs> All right, if you're listening right now. It might have been. Let's just say it was him. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're listening right now, and it, uh, and you entered the bracket challenge, let us know, and we will give you a shout. You didn't even have to win. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening right now and you entered that bracket challenge, comment it on something. Or be DM like, us. Yo, I won the bracket challenge. Yeah. We'll be like, all right, yeah. we'll shout you out. And once we eventually get merch, you might get some for free. Yeah, dude. And. Cade, Cade was super happy with his, like, award, like, the thing that he won. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, the coolest thing. When he won thing. that. Yeah. The thing of, you know. All right, okay. pick 26, Dallas Mavericks. I got them going with Jalen Williams here. Just elite. Well, I think he's a great fit in Dallas. Yeah, 100%. Uh, can play off Luka. Uh, like, a versatile defender. He's got everything. Let's go to Dallas. 26, I got them going with Blake Wesley, guard out of Notre Dame. Freshman guard that he's he was on the fence about returning or not, but he's kind of solidified himself as a first round pick. Just a, a fantastic three level score. He's kind of a lot like Johnny Davis, just a Who little bit smaller. Say? Blake Wesley. Oh yeah. Out of Notre Dame. 
Um, a shifty guard. Don't know if he's going to be a point guard or shooting guard yet. We'll see. He was a kind of a decent playmaker at Notre Dame. If he were to go back to Notre Dame, it would be a smart move because they have one of the top freshmen coming in, and they're supposed to be really good next year. But if he goes to the draft, he's going to get paid. So either way, it's a W. 27, Miami Heat. This is where I'm going to stick in Nikola Jovich. Jovich. I had a Bryce McGowan, and I just oh, don't, okay. really, don't really know much about him. I didn't. I Bryce McGowan's was a guy that I was like trying to find a spot for him to go, and I just ended up never, never putting him in. So yeah, and I just took him out. That's yeah. how much I care. Uh, we're going. That's tough with Nikola. He's Jovich. gonna hear this podcast, and that's gonna he's gonna take it personally. Yeah, and he is an active listener. Yeah, he's been hitting. He me was up commenting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty-seven. I got Jaden Hardy here going to Miami. A guy that was normal or before was a top five, top ten guy. And now he's fallen to 27. He gets buckets. Played yeah. the G League, but was really inefficient this year in the G League. But he's got a good handle. Like, he is a, a point guard or shooting guard, whatever he is. He is a bucket getter. But mm-hmm. he just didn't do it efficiently this year in the G League. And it's it's a concern. Neither did Jalen Green, though. Yeah. So it's like, yep. but he doesn't have the athleticism that Jalen Green does. We'll see, though. And I think this class is going to be a good indicator of the G League. Because yeah, it didn't too. have the top, top guy like... Um, you might as well answer that. Like Jalen Green had. <laughs> um, 28. 28. This pick, I honestly, doesn't make any sense. But I don't know how to make sense of the Warriors. They have good young and old talent at every position on the floor. You want a guard? They got Moses Moody and Jordan Poole. You want a big man? They have James Wiseman, <laughs> yeah. Kevon Looney, who is like Hakeem Olajuwon. We've made the comparison mm-hmm. now. Uh, Draymond Green at forward. Andrew Wiggins at forward. Otto Porter Jr. What do they need? Kennedy Chandler. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why. They really don't have a point guard. Like, I mean, Poole's a backup Poole is PG. pretty much point. And, like, Gary Payton, I guess. Whoever they too. take is not going to get rotational Yeah, minutes. they won't play. Like, so just get Kennedy Chandler. Make sure he feels welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, Pick 28. This is where I have Marjan Bochamp going. Just another wing. I think big Golden defense. State could use some wings. Big defense. He's got big D. You already know. They, they need that big defense. Yeah. <laughs> Pick 29, the Memphis Grizzlies. Might as well take Walker Kessler. Let's get a backup, versatile, defensive uh, they big. They have Xavier Tillman. Yeah, and I thought it would be kind of funny if he never played. He's <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Um, yeah, that's not a bad pick. 29, I got Memphis taking Wendell Moore Jr. out of Duke. Uh, this is the what? How many Duke, Isn't he also how many Duke a players do I got? No, that's... Uh, Four. That's your fourth. Is it my fourth? Paolo yeah. Bencaro, Mark Williams... AJ Griffin. AJ Griffin, Wendell Moore, and I was I was thinking about sneaking Trevor Keels in there to make it five. He's not good enough. Didn't though. He will be right outside. Wendell Moore, though, great all around player, 20 years old, wing player. Might as well go to Memphis. 30, the last pick of the draft. This guy is important. <laughs> I have the OKC Thunder <laughs> taking Turquavion Smith. Okay. Uh I don't know a lot about him. Honestly, it's the Thunder. Like yeah. I literally like this exactly. guy. You had him taking Usman Jang. This like. guy literally could be in the G League for four years from here. <laughs> I, I don't know what it looks like for the Thunder. I, I'm so sick of the rebuild. Yeah. Uh, Can we already. just stop talking about him? Like yeah. I have him taking Patrick Baldwin Jr. because it's a risk. Yeah. And perfect. Why not take him? Yep. Cut Whatever. that off. Done talking. High to that. school stud. All right. That's pretty much it. If uh, this does not get uploaded, there will be tears. We will make a post. Yeah. Somewhere about. Sorry for our, like, because we know y'all miss us. Like, yeah, exactly. We y'all. know we like we've been getting so many like texts and hit ups. 
Like, dude, the, <laughs> yo, where you guys at? The other day, I did like a mailbox opening, and like I dumped it on my floor, and like I couldn't see my box. floor. Yeah. I couldn't see the I floor. I had so many like jerseys and fan mail. Can you sign this? Like, yeah, and nah, like, dude, I can't. I got I'm too busy, and it pissed me off because Jaron Jackson started sending me stuff. I don't want that stuff. Right, too far, <laughs> too far. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, please. Hopefully you're listening to this. I was just going to say, I really hope this is up. Like, I really hope this is up. We'll get back to consistent schedule. Um, if it works. Because it'll give us some motivation <laughs> yeah, again. Facts. And, yeah, that's it. Bye. Peace.